Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. The more you read the Word, the more the Word reads you. And this morning was no different. So I want to read the first reading and the Gospel. And then I want to share with you what God was putting on my heart. And right before I was reading... I was looking outside the window. Uh, a, a snowstorm came overnight, and every little bit of snow was melted. I was so happy because I'm really anxious for spring. I love spring. I love to see everything come back to life. But apparently, we're still in winter here, of course, in Chicago. And I wake up, and the whole town is covered with snow beautiful snow. But immediately I see this robin in the tree covered with snow all by itself. And I'm looking at all the other birds and I know we've had the spring birds come back. You know, it's spring in Chicago when the red winged blackbirds come and you see the little finches and of course the robins. But there was this robin and I just looked at the robin and I felt very similar to the robin sitting in the tree all by itself. There was another tree right next to him, her, (laughs) I don't know, and it had a bunch of cardinals in it. We have a ton of cardinals. We have a big, huge bird feeder. But I related to that robin. And I'm going to explain after I read, but God is so amazing. I know he speaks to me through nature as well, and birds being one of them. So I just sat and I watched this robin in this tree all by itself for a good 10 minutes. And then he flew away. And then I dove into the readings and we are going to read because it hit me hard. Now, you're probably going to hear shovels next to me. People are out there cleaning up the snow. So I apologize if there's any background noise. Okay, the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the whole assembly of the children of Israel and tell them, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. You shall not steal, you shall not lie, or speak falsely to one another. You you shall not swear falsely by my name, thus profaning the name of your God. I am the Lord. You shall not defraud or rob your neighbor. You shall not withhold overnight the wages of your day laborer, 
You shall not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block in front of the blind. But you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. You shall not act dishonestly in rendering judgment. Show neither partiality to the weak nor deference to the mighty. Be whoop, but judge your fellow men justly. You shall not go about spreading slander among your kin, nor shall you stand by idly when your neighbor's life is at stake. I am the Lord. You shall not bear hatred for your brother in your heart, though you may have to reprove him. Do not incur sin because of him. Take no revenge and cherish no grudge against your fellow countrymen. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Okay, in the gospel, Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, all the angels with him, and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. A stranger and you welcomed me. Naked and you clothed me. Ill and you cared for me. In prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on the left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no drink. Whoops, no food. <laughs> I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill, and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or ill, or in prison, and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off into the eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Wow. All right, sorry, bad reading today and fast, but I need to get to the, the meat of this whole thing. We are like that robin. Sometimes we feel all alone. Sometimes we find it difficult to love those in our lives. And sometimes we're so self-absorbed in our own life that we forget that all the people around us, including the ones that are in our homes on a regular basis, need that love and that care. That's exactly what the messages are saying today. God is saying, 
love those around you. Love those like you love yourself. And I'm going to share with you, I have a problem in my own heart that I'm asking God to help me with. I believe certain things and I seek out truth in certain ways. And I allowed yesterday to get to me because my husband doesn't seek out certain things like I do. So when I'm trying to find out the truth of what's going on in the world, and I dig, I cannot watch quote-unquote news, and this includes things like Fox News, which is, in my opinion, what they call controlled opposition. Controlled opposition means it's, a, you know, you think that they're on your side, but they're also controlled. All news is controlled. And so I allowed my own view to distort my love. This is where it comes down to loving others where they are. And Jesus is saying, look, I'm in your husband. I'm in your kids. I'm in your family. Are you caring for them like you would care for me? Are you welcoming that stranger? This goes, again, beyond Jesus, right, to the people out in the world. But I think a lot of the time we forget about the people right in our lives and we have our own judgments and we're not loving them where they are. Which in a lot of cases, most cases, isn't where you are. And so how do we fix this? We fix our eyes on Jesus. If you have crucifixes in your home, I don't have any. Honestly, I have a cross, but it's not Jesus on it. It's not a crucifix. Because my husband isn't there. I have a crucifix in my purse, and I'm going to start carrying it in my pocket so that I can grab it and kiss it and remember Jesus fixing my eyes on him because it was so powerful. Saturday, I went to Mass, and I'm continuing on with this because it was so powerful. I just walked, sorry, the snowplow. I'm now in a closet. (laughs) The snowplow is loud. So I... On Saturday, as I was walking up to receive the Lord in Holy Communion, all I did was fix my eyes on Jesus and thought about the sacrifice that he did for us, his passion and his death and resurrection, and how selfless it was and how he loves me no matter where I am on my journey. And so in order for us to love ourselves and love those in our lives exactly where they are, we need to fix our eyes on Jesus and ask for him to come into our hearts. Give him our judgment, our anger, our resentment. 
give him our laziness and cast out, deliver any of those spirits that are pulling us back into those feelings because that's what evil does. They have access to our emotions and our memories and those get conjured up in feelings. And that is why if we're not paying attention, then we will allow the feelings to go rampant and they will then take over our day. Yesterday, I fought a lot. I was what I call in a funk. The minute I got up, I was on my way to mass and I passed by my husband who's watching the news and I just got disgusted. Like, oh, I can't even believe he wastes his time with this. And I just got in the car. You know, I, I didn't let him know that it was bothering me, but it, it bothered me all day. And I realized a few times that I called out to Jesus. And during Mass, I fixed my eyes on him and said, please help me love where everyone is. And then, of course, today's reading reinforces that. Because Jesus is in every single person. We should be loving every single person because Jesus commands us to. But there are brothers and sisters. So today, if you're feeling a little alone like that Robin, or if you're feeling a little different than other people in your workplace or at your home, and this could not This may not have anything to do with what's going on in the world. It may have to do with your faith. That was surely my battle in the beginning of my journey because I was pretty much the only one that I knew that was on this journey with Jesus and the Catholic Church. Nobody was on it. So yes, I felt very alone. But we are never alone As long as we have Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God the Father oozing in our lives. And when I say oozing, it's oozing in and out of every part of your life. So consistently talking to God, asking for his help. Offering up your sacrifices and your suffering as you would during Lent. Delivering the spirits that are pulling you into these emotions and these feelings. That is the walk. That is the journey. And the more we do this, the more we are used to doing it. And the more we will do it automatically. So pay attention because I fought all day yesterday. And today... In my beautiful time with God, giving him my first fruits this morning, I didn't jump online and look at what was going on in the news. I gave the Lord my first fruits. I went downstairs, I heated up some water, got some lemon in there, a little honey, came back upstairs, and I began to pray. And I'm telling you, the difference is truly night and day. Yesterday, I didn't get up and pray. I slept till the last minute and then shot up and then 
went to mass. And unfortunately, I had to go to the grocery store. I did not want to. I know this is a day of rest, but I did because I need to feed my family and we needed stuff for dinner. And so I was in a funk. And guess what? If I don't look back and see what is different, I'm never going to learn. So reflecting on that day, yesterday, last night, I knew exactly what my problem was. I didn't start my day with God. And I didn't immediately cast out any spirits that were attacking me from the moment I got downstairs and saw my husband watching that television. That's where we let those emotions fester and then they build and then they build and then they get worse. Let's pay attention. Let's live with purpose, especially during Lent. I want to share one thing that the priest said during uh, his homily on Sunday. If you've already fallen on your Lenten sacrifice, your offering, your love offering to God, he said then maybe it really does have a stronghold on you. And don't stop. (laughs) This is not... Like, oh, I'm out, three strikes, you're out type of thing. This is life. This is your soul. This is showing your love for God. So get back up and start again. It's only when we give up that we're truly doomed. As long as you keep getting up and starting over and trying again, God will give you that grace. Remember, we need God's grace to love ourselves and love our neighbors and honestly to love him. So don't forget, when you're offering up that time in prayer, ask the Lord in. We cannot pray without God. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, please help me understand what you want me to know. Open my eyes. Open my ears. In this time with you, I do not know how to pray as I ought. None of us do. We need God's grace for everything. All right, everyone, go out there and be love. Be kind. Be non-judgmental. Or as the reading said, be just in your judgment, but not to a point where you put that person down. Everything with love, everything with love. And we can't do that without God. So if you haven't given him your first fruits, stop what you're doing and offer him up your time. Make sure going forward you schedule that time. This morning, I'm not setting an alarm, but I could have slept more. But I didn't. I said, Lord, this is my day. I'm going to start it with you. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Go be love. (laughs) Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.